0: Joe Biden's COVID response team gives the most bizarre health day ever. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and others on the Biden team tried to redefine what a recession is. Plus, America's medical schools are going woke. All that and more, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13 Minute News Hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the quadruple vaccinated and boosted Joe Biden, who still managed to get COVID. Imagine that. Remember when Joe Biden, the Democrats, and the media, and others on the left worked to shame people for not getting vaccinated? They said that if you got vaccinated, you wouldn't get COVID, and you wouldn't spread COVID, all in an effort to shame people when none of it was true. We know the facts and we knew them from the very beginning. Anyone can get COVID and anyone can spread COVID. Those are the facts, but I digress. What we're talking about today is the fact that Biden has COVID and he not only has completely disappeared, but the health updates we're getting from the White House are just plain bizarre. Recall that Biden has been shaking hands with invisible people, that he wanders off that he is being told to sit down and later exit the room on his note cards for White House events. He's being treated like some kind of toddler. Well, that same kind of treatment has continued with Biden's COVID updates. Here is White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, Ashish Jha giving an update to reporters on Biden's COVID recovery. And as you all saw just a few minutes ago, the president is doing better. He slept well last night. Uh, He ate his breakfast and lunch. I Fully. He actually showed me his plate. What was that? Biden slept well, ate his breakfast and lunch, and he even showed me his plate. Are you kidding? Did he also take a nap with his blankie and then have a good night night? Reporters then asked what Biden ate because he did such a good job of cleaning his plate. Joss said he didn't ask about the menu but he did see an empty plate with crumbs. I mean, can you believe this? White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre then added, he did, yeah. This entire White House is beyond ridiculous. And I hope all of this opens the eyes of people regarding COVID. The left wants nothing more than to lock people down again and impose mask mandates. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris goes around not wearing a mask after being in close contact with Biden. This violates the CDC guidelines. The dynamic duo of Ja and Jean-Pierre were asked about that too. Here's the question. Vice President Harris is a close contact with the president's, and the CDC guidance says that if you're a close contact, you want to wear a well-fitting mask when you're around other people. She just spoke at a conference in DC and she hugged someone without a mask on. She was also maskless for most of that conversation. Would you have recommended that she keep her mask on, given that that is the CDC guidance? Now that is about as straightforward a question as it comes. Harris did something and the reporter asks about it. Here's a response. Yeah, I, I think the CDC guidance is clear, but I, you know, the problem is me commenting on what the vice president did when I wasn't actually, haven't seen it or I don't actually know what happened is very, very difficult. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pass it mask she, And she embraced someone, you don't have to see it, I mean, that's, that's what happened. Yeah, so usually when we think about people ha- having contact is for an extended period of time, I don't know. Again, I didn't see the hug. I don't know how long the hug lasted. Um, but it's very hard for me to comment on something I really didn't see. So. Incompetency is king at the Biden White House. And as if you needed more evidence about the corrupt nature of the COVID response, former Trump COVID response coordinator, Dr. Deborah Burks has come out and admitted that the effectiveness of the COVID vaccine was exaggerated. Here's Burks talking with Fox News' Neil Cavuto. I want to get your take on a lot of people looking at the president now having this and all these people who have been fully vax- vaccinated and, and boosted and all that, and they're getting it. The 20% or so of Americans who've not been vaccinated might look at that doctor and say, Well, why bother? Why bother? What do you, what do you tell them? Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during the law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry. That- I think we overplayed the vaccines. People knew that. And every time, though, that someone spoke out on social media, they'd get blocked, banned, or throttled, including me. These people lie to the American public, push an agenda not based on science, and the media and big tech back them up. Now, we have a toddler in the White House who is being hidden from the American public and protected by the same media. But hey, at least he ate all his veggies and used his sippy cup. All right, next, let's talk about the economy But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search out my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about the economy because White House Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and other members of the Biden economic team are now showing Americans how to keep the country out of a recession. That's right. Even though inflation is hitting America harder than it has in decades. Even though the economy shrunk in the first quarter of 2022, and even though predictions for the second quarter are dismal, Biden's White House has found a way to keep the country out of a recession. How's that? By changing the definition of a recession. That's right. No new economic policies. Biden and his team are simply going to do what the woke radical left loves to do these days. You don't like a term like woman? You just change it to mean whatever you want it to mean. That's what they are doing with the word recession. Here's Yellen on NBC's Meet the Press already laying the groundwork for the spin. GDP will be closely watched. Um, A a common definition of recession is two negative quarters of GDP growth, or at least that's something that's been true in past recessions. When we've seen that, Mm -hmm. there has usually been a recession. And many economists uh, expect second quarter GDP to be negative. First quarter GDP was negative. Did you catch that? Yellen accurately says that a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, but it phrases it as a common definition, but then says, well, at least it's been true of that in the past, past recessions. Yellen then added that when we've seen two quarters of negative growth, there has usually been a recession. She's just setting the American people up for the punchline. That is, that this time is somehow different. That the economy will shrink for two quarters, but it's not a recession. Here's Maria Bartiromo from Fox Business. WE'RE GOING TO GET THE GDP NEXT WEEK. THE WHITE HOUSE PUT OUT A NOTE YESTERDAY AND IT LOOKS LIKE THEY'RE TRYING TO GET AHEAD OF A POTENTIAL RECESSIONARY MOVE uh, FROM THE GDP. THEY SAY THAT THEY ARE REDEFINING A RECESSION, WRITING QUOTE, WHILE SOME MAINTAIN that TWO CONSECUTIVE QUARTERS OF FALLING REAL GDP CONSTITUTE A RECESSION, THAT IS NEITHER THE OFFICIAL DEFINITION NOR THE WAY ECONOMISTS EVALUATE THE STATE OF BUSINESS CYCLE, ADDING THAT IT IS BASED ON A HOLISTIC LOOK AT data." Ross, can you imagine you're saying we are not in a recession right now regardless of second quarter GDP. If we get a contraction, that is the definition of a recession, two quarters of contraction, no matter what the White House wants to say about how uh, they want to redefine what a recession is. So first it was Janet Yellen and now this statement from the White House Council of Economic Advisors. And all of this is designed to try to convince the American people that things are just great. High gas prices? Hey, Just buy an electric car inflation don't worry about it that just affects people buying treadmills and other luxury items remember that one well no matter what joe biden and his team says the american people know better change woman to birthing person change the definition of a recession in the end a woman is a woman and a recession is a recession all right next let's talk about what's going on at america's medical schools after a word from our sponsor friends I have an urgent warning for you from my friends over at Goldco. The last time the economy looked like this, the market tanked 50%. Millions of people watched their retirement savings disappear. We could be looking at a recession far worse than 2008. If you have $50,000 or more in your retirement savings, you could be at the greatest risk. So call my friends at Goldco at 855-700-6173 to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how thousands are protecting their money now. You could get $10,000 or more in free silver. That's 855-700-6173. Okay, next let's talk about America's medical schools, because just like all aspects of society, I'm talking about big tech, media, entertainment, corporate boards and education, the left has taken over. And when it comes to education, I'm not just talking about K through 12 or colleges, In this case, I'm talking about medical schools. Instead of focusing on providing the best cutting-edge medical treatment, students are now being taught about white privilege and colonialism. Yep, with the left, it's all about race. It's actually only about race. You have oppressors and the oppressed. Any guesses on who those evil oppressors are? Well, today's medical schools are joining the ranks of the woke radical left. Here's the story. The Association of American Medical Colleges released new standards for teaching medicine that require students to achieve competencies in white privilege, anti colonialism, and race as a social construct, among other race essentialist ideas. Since the founding of the United States, there have been systemic health and healthcare inequities grounded in racism, sexism, homophobia, classism, and other forms of discrimination that still permeate our current health system. The diversity, equity, and inclusion competencies across the learning continuum, which the AAMC released this month, states. Yes, this is all real stuff, friends. Rather than focus on coming together as Americans, the left will do anything it can to divide this country. Keep America divided and the left gains power. And the only thing the left cares about is power. America's not turning out racist physicians. We all know that, but from years of indoctrination, the left now grabs these young adults and tries to turn them into social justice warriors. The end result, of course, is actual discrimination, because the left wants medical care to be governed by a person's race. It's just ridiculous. Here's more. Those entering residency are also expected to identify systems of power, privilege and oppression and their impacts on health outcomes, e.g. White privilege, racism, sexism, heterosexism, ableism, religious oppression. This exercise is part of the AAMC's push to practice anti-racism and critical consciousness in healthcare. Further, the AAMC identifies colonization, white supremacy, acculturation, and assimilation as systems of oppression on health and health care. Yep, assimilation. Becoming part of the American culture, the great American melting pot, is now a symbol of oppression. All right, next I have to say a few words about former Vice President Al Gore. He's like Bill Nye the science guy, who's actually not a scientist. Al Gore is the climate guy, but doesn't know about the science at all with, regarding the climate, except to push an agenda meant to redistribute national wealth and cripple American businesses and families. Here's Al Gore on Meet the Press making a stunning comparison regarding so-called climate deniers. You know, the climate deniers uh, uh, are really in some ways similar to all of those uh, almost 400 law enforcement officers in Uvalde, Texas, who were waiting outside an unlocked door uh, while the children were being massacred. They heard the screams, they heard the gunshots, and uh, nobody stepped forward. Wow. Wow. What incredibly stupid comments. All to push a climate agenda that doesn't help the climate. We know the environmental impact of making batteries for electric cars, they don't talk about that. We're supposed to just ignore also the fact that Biden is killing American energy jobs but begging the Saudis for oil. Why is it okay for them to drill but not America? Then here's more comments from Gore on American democracy. But you know, public opinion is on one side on abortion, is on one side on guns, is on one side on climate, and yet you see that it hasn't mattered to some of the decisions that are made in our politics. How do you, how do you break through this? Well, you, you're exactly right. Uh, and public sentiment is changing, but our democracy is broken. And in order to solve the climate crisis, we're gonna have to pay attention to the democracy crisis. Now that's just typical. The left doesn't like an outcome, so they try to change the rules. They don't try to make a better case, to actually debate and discuss. Nope. Al Gore says there is a democracy crisis, all because those on the left are not getting their way. Fortunately, there are still Americans out there who are willing to put a halt to this agenda and stand up for freedom. just drives the left crazy that we won't fall in line and obey their commands. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and don't forget, If you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberle. This is a 13-minute news hour.